Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. John Milton, Paradise Lost, Book 4, Lines 587 through 794. So promised he. And Uriel to his charge returned on that bright beam, whose point now raised bore him sloped downward to the sun now fallen beneath the Azores. Whether the prime orb, incredible how swift, had thither rolled diurnal, or this less voluble earth, by shorter flight to the east, had left him there arraying with reflected purple and gold the clouds that on his western throne attend. Now came still evening on, and twilight gray had in her sober livery all things clad. Silence accompanied, for beast and bird, they to their grassy couch, these to their nests were slunk, all but the wakeful nightingale. She all night long her amorous descant sung. Silence was pleased. Now glowed the firmament with living sapphires. Hesperus, that led the starry host, rode brightest, till the moon, rising in clouded majesty, at length apparent queen unveiled her peerless light, and o'er the dark her silver mantle threw. When Adam thus to Eve, fair consort, the hour of night, and all things now retired to rest, mind us of like repose, since God hath set labor and rest, as day and night to men successive. And the timely dew of sleep, now falling with soft, slumberous weight, inclines our eyelids. Other creatures all day long rove idle, unemployed, and less need rest. Man hath his daily work of body or mind appointed, which declares his dignity and the regard of heaven on all his ways. While other animals unactive range, and of their doings God takes no account. Tomorrow, ere fresh morning streak the east with first approach of light, we must be risen, and at our pleasant labor, to reform yon flowery arbors, yonder alleys green, our walk at noon, with branches overgrown, that mock our scant manuring, and require more hands than ours to lop their wanton growth. Those blossoms also, and those dropping gums that lie bestrewn, unsightly and unsmooth, ask riddance, if we mean to tread with ease. Meanwhile, as nature wills, night bids us rest. To whom thus Eve, with perfect beauty adorned, my author and disposer, what thou bidst unargued, I obey. So God ordains. God is thy law, thou mine. To know no more is woman's happiest knowledge and her praise. With thee conversing I forget all time, all seasons and their change, all pleas alike. Sweet is the breath of morn, her rising sweet, with charm of earliest birds. Pleasant the sun, when first on this delightful land he spreads his orient beams, on herb, tree, fruit, and flower glistering with dew, fragrant the fertile earth after soft showers, and sweet the coming on of grateful evening mild. Then silent night, with this her solemn bird, and this fair moon, and these the gems of heaven, her starry train, 
but neither breath of morn, when she ascends with charm of earliest birds, nor rising sun on this delightful land, nor herb, fruit, flower glistering with dew, nor fragrance after showers, nor grateful evening mild, nor silent night with this her solemn bird, nor walk by moon or glittering starlight without thee is sweet. But wherefore all night long shine these? For whom this glorious sight, when sleep hath shut all eyes? To whom our general ancestor replied, Daughter of God and man, accomplished Eve, these have their course to finish round the earth by morrow evening, and from land to land in order, though to nations yet unborn, ministering light prepared, they set and rise, lest total darkness should by night regain her old possession, and extinguish life in nature and all things, which these soft fires not only enlighten, but with kindly heat of various influence foment and warm, temper or nourish, or in part shed down their stellar virtue on all kinds that grow on earth, made hereby apter to receive perfection from the sun's more potent ray. These, then, though unbeheld in deep of night, shine not in vain. Nor think, though men were none, that heaven would want spectators, God want praise. Millions of spiritual creatures walk the earth unseen, both when we wake and when we sleep. All these with ceaseless praise his works behold both day and night. How often from the steep of echoing hill or thicket have we heard celestial voices to the midnight air, soul or responsive each to other's note, singing their great Creator, oft in bands while they keep watch, or nightly roundling walk, with heavenly touch of instrumental sounds, in full harmonic number joined, their songs divide the night, and lift our thoughts to heaven. Thus talking, hand in hand alone they passed on to their blissful bower. It was a place chosen by the sovereign planter, when he framed all things to man's delightful use. The roof of thickest covert was inwoven shade, laurel and myrtle, and what higher grew of firm and fragrant leaf, on either side acanthus, and each odorous bushy shrub fenced up the verdant wall, each beauteous flower, iris all hues, roses and jessamine, reared high their flourished heads between, and wrought mosaic. Underfoot the violet, crocus, and hyacinth, with rich inlay broidered the ground, more colored than with stone of costliest emblem. Other creature here, bird, beast, insect, or worm, durst enter none. Such was their all of man, in shadier bower, more sacred and sequestered, though but feigned, Pan or Sylvanus never slept, nor nymph, nor faunus hunted. Here, in close recess with flowers, garlands, and sweet-smelling herbs, espoused Eve decked first her nuptial bed, and heavenly choirs the Hymenian sung. What day the genial angel to our sire brought her in naked beauty more adorned, more lovely than Pandora, whom the gods endowed with all their gifts, and, oh, too like in sad event, 
when to the unwiser son of Japhet, brought by Hermes, she ensnared mankind with her fair looks, to be avenged on him who had stole Jove's authentic fire. Thus, at their shady lodge arrived, both stood, both turned, and under open sky adored the god that made both sky, air, earth, and heaven, which they beheld, the moon's resplendent globe and starry pole. Thou also madest the night, maker omnipotent, and thou the day, which we, in our appointed work employed, have finished. Happy in our mutual help and mutual love, the crown of all our bliss ordained by thee, and this delicious place for us too large, where thy abundance wants partakers, and uncropped falls to the ground. But thou hast promised from us too a race to fill the earth who shall with us extol thy goodness infinite, both when we wake and when we seek, as now, thy gift of sleep. This said unanimous, and other rites observing none, but adoration pure which God likes best, into their inmost bower handed they went, and eased the putting off these troublesome disguises which we wear, straight side by side were laid, nor turned, I ween, Adam from his fair spouse, nor Eve the rites mysterious of connubial love refused. Whatever hypocrites austerely talk of purity and place and innocence, defaming as impure what God declares pure and commands to some, leaves free to all. Our Maker bids increase. Who bids abstain but our destroyer, foe to God and man? Hail, wedded love, mysterious law, true source of human offspring, sole propriety in paradise of all things common else. By thee adulterous lust was driven from men among the bestial herds to range. By thee founded in reason, loyal, just, and pure, relations dear, and all the charities of father, son, and brother first were known. Far be it that I should write thee sin or blame, or think thee unbefitting holiest place, perpetual fountain of domestic sweets, whose bed is undefiled and chaste pronounced, present or past, as saints and patriarchs used. Here love his golden shafts employs, here lights his constant lamp and waves his purple wings, reigns here and revels. Not in the bought smile of harlots, loveless, joyless, unendeared, casual fruition, nor in court amours, mixed dance, or wanton mask, or midnight ball, or serenade, which the starved lover sings to his proud fair, best quitted with disdain, these, lulled by nightingales, embracing slept and on their naked limbs the flowery roof showered roses, which the morn repaired. Sleep on, blessed pair, and, O oh, yet happiest, if ye seek no happier state, and know to know no more. Now had night measured with her shadowy cone halfway uphill this vast sublunar vault, and from their ivory port the cherubim, forth issuing at the accustomed hour, stood armed to their night watches in warlike parade, 
when Gabriel to his next in power thus spake, Uziel, half these draw off, and coast the south with strictest watch. These other wheel the north. Our circuit meets full west. As flame they part, half wheeling to the shield, half to the spear. From these two strong and subtle spirits he called that near him stood, and gave them thus in charge. Ithuriel and Zephon, with winged speed search through this garden, leave unsearched no nook, but chiefly where those two fair creatures lodge, now laid perhaps asleep, secure of harm. This evening from the sun's decline arrived, who tells of some infernal spirit seen hitherward bent? Who could have thought? Escaped the bars of hell, on errand bad, no doubt. Such, where ye find, seize fast, and hither bring. Tis the gift to be simple. Tis the gift to be free. Tis the gift to come down where we ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, will be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right.